Oasis Church Chicago, Pastor J.P. Troyo here. So glad that you're joining us today on our podcast. You're about to hear a message today from our weekend encounter. Uh, I pray that this message uh, encourages you, inspires you, and pushes you closer to Jesus. If you'd like to stay on track with what's going on at the church, we'd love for you to download our app, Oasis Church Chicago, or visit us on our website, www.oasischurchchicago.com. I'm praying for you, we're believing for you, and we trust that God's gonna continue to do great things in your life. God bless you. Now here's the message today. Privilege to have you guys here today. We're gonna jump into God's word, is that all right? You, you love your Bible? Do you love the Bible? <laughs> Some are like, I think so, I don't really know. <laughs> We've been uh, in a series here at Oasis over the past couple weeks entitled Culture Influencers. And I really feel in my heart that God is ministering to us and, and teaching us and growing us. Have any of you been blessed and encouraged by this series so far? Have you been challenged by what God is speaking to us? Amen. I, I pray if you haven't um, been with us this whole time that you would go back and listen to some of those messages. God, God revealed to me just to go through the book of Daniel um, a couple weeks back. And um, I've been studying it. I've been reading it. And just, man, Daniel is a powerful book, but it's uh, written by Daniel the author, and Daniel and his, and his, his three boys, his homies, um, just powerful men of God. In a time, in a day and age where Babylon um, would, would, in comparison to what we're living in today, look much worse. Babylon was crazy. That nation, that time, um, it, it, let me just say it this way. It was demonic. It was wicked. It was evil. And, and the nation of Israel was placed into that nation of Babylon because of disobedience, because of a whole bunch of different things. And they were placed there to live there, to move there, to, to, to be a part of that. that they were under, under rule of that nation. And these boys have, were called upon to, to rise up and to serve the king of that nation. And Daniel is one that throughout the course of his life, many, many, many years in that nation, he served multiple kings, did multiple, um, had multiple moments where he influenced, where he spoke, where he, he did not um, shrink back, but he stepped forward. How many know that today more than ever as believers of Jesus Christ, we got to stop shrinking back and we got to start stepping forward. And it's not just good enough to step forward with a Facebook post or some stupid argument. Can I say that? I'm sorry. Um, really, really waste of time argument. That's a better word. If my wife was here, she'd be like. Argument with some other person over something ridiculous. It's a waste of time. What we're called to do is influence people with the gospel of Jesus Christ, with the love of Jesus Christ, with the hope of Jesus Christ, with the message that Jesus is alive and he's seated on his throne in victory and that he has a purpose, he has a plan, that he came and he died on a cross and he raised to life three days later. He overcame the grave. I don't know where faith is in this morning, but even just hearing that message, that should just remind you of how good our God is, that he gave his one and only son, Jesus, to come so that you and me did not have to go to some cross, to not have to be killed for our sins, that we have a payment for our sins, that we have a payment by the blood of Jesus Christ so that we can live, we can move, we can have our beings, we can have a hope to come and a hope today that heaven on the, and calling upon the name of Jesus, he can come and he can move and he can radically do something transforming us to be people that we've always been destined to be. You like that gospel message real quick. That's hope. We are called to influence this world today. And Daniel showed us, I, I said it in the first service, um, but, but there's kingdoms clashing right now. There's kingdoms that have always been clashing, evil and, and light, dark and light, Jesus and, and evil, and it's clashing. 
In the world right now, in the day and age that we live in, what, I, what I, I'm watching and what I'm seeing is that the world is showing us their hand. You ever played poker? Be honest in church, don't lie. Poker, can you play cards? Those are of the devil. I, uh, I got saved at 22. I used to play a lot of poker before I got saved. And I was good, Nick. I was really good. Man, I, was, I used to hustle guys. Why? Because I needed money. And so I would play them in the dorm, and I would act like I was terrible the first couple hands, and then I'd show them my But what's funny about poker is that if you don't play it, you're very quick. If you get a good hand out, you're, like, excited. You smile. Like, guys would smile, and I'd be like, oh, this is over. <laughs> it's over. They'd show you the hand quick. You gotta, you gotta, the world is showing us their hand. Just watch one minute of news. They're showing us how they're operating, how they're moving, the pain that they're in, the sorrow that they're in, the, 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 the overwhelming stuff that they're dealing with. They're showing us what is happening. And I'm here to say that also, there's some good things that we're watching. There's some good things that are happening that are awakening us up. But we as the church, as the world shows us their hand, we can show them the remedy. We can show them the solution. And I'm, I'm harping on this over and over and over again, church, because I don't want to be a church that's just used on Sundays. I don't want to be a church that just has some good prayer meetings on Wednesdays. All the presence, brother, the presence was there. Yeah. But did you go with them on Thursday? Did you go with them on Friday? Did you have the good presence on Saturday? How many of you know Saturday? Oh, Sunday's coming. I don't got to get with God on Saturday. I'll get the pastor Sunday. Come on, church, we got to rise up and be people that are influencing this city, influencing whatever place you call home, influencing our neighbors, influencing our family members, influencing our workplace, influencing our school, not allowing for the influence of this world to come against us and transform us, but for us to be transformed by the power of Jesus Christ. There's some faith in this room today, maybe. And to move in this city like never before with the power and the hope of Jesus Christ. Amen? If this is your first time, welcome again. We just go right into this thing. You got your Bibles? Daniel chapter 6. Open them up. Daniel chapter 6. I'm just going to walk us through the story. We, 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 in the 9 a.m., we have our children here, and so they watch a video, and they get a whole overview of the chapter. We should start showing. Who would like that at the 11 o'clock? <laughs> it's awesome. The kids love it. They all come up and sit. It's awesome. So I'm going to read a couple different pieces of scripture. I'm going to teach on these in three different points that I think we need to cover today. I, I titled this message, um, if, you, if you want to write this down, if not, God bless you, either way. Um, culture influencers, liars, laws, and lions. Liars, laws, and lions. And I'm going to talk about this. That in this chapter, Daniel chapter 6, this, this, is, this is where Daniel is thrown into the lion's den. How many of you know this story growing up in church, or maybe you've known this story even if you're not in church, right? We get this image that Daniel is placed as like a 30-year-old guy into this lion's den. It's a really peaceful story. Guys, can I just be honest with you? If anybody was thrown into the lion's den, it would not be peaceful. <laughs> but we get this idea, this picture that he was a young buck. He was able to sit in there with the lions, and he's just a young guy. Daniel is 80. He's 80 years old. And he has served now three kings. This is the third king that he has served. He just served another king in Daniel um, chapter 5 where, where the writing on the wall happens, right? How many of you were here on Wednesday? The writing on the wall happens at a party and the people freak out. The king freaks out. Daniel comes in once again, is called upon by the king. I said it, the world is looking for the solutions in the world first, but eventually they're going to come to us because of what's in us. You all awake this morning? And so he ministers to the king, and now it's a new king, and this new king loves Daniel and 
places Daniel in a position of authority and, and puts him in a position to, to help build the kingdom. And there's this, there's this uprising of this, these people that want to come against Daniel. They want to come against his influence. They want to come against his character. They want to come against who's inside of him. But Daniel does not waver. If you hear nothing else today, if you love Jesus and you got some things coming against you, don't quit. That's really deep. I know. Do not quit. Stay strong. Stay firm. You know what you need to do? You need to worship a little more. You know what you need to do? You need to get around some good people that are going to speak life into you. You know what you need to do? You need to open up the Word of God and get encouraged and transformed. You know, the Word is the only thing that will read you, period. It will transform you. It'll shape you. It'll mold you. It'll train you. It'll equip you. It'll challenge you. It'll convict you. It'll do all those buzzwords that we don't love in the church but need. And so Daniel is now being pushed up against him. The world's coming against him and this nation's coming against him, but Daniel does not back down. And if we are going to influence this city, this world, we need to operate in these three things. Is this okay? Three things. Can I give you three things that are going to help us as we go from this place? This is the message of, uh, this is the gospel, truth to be told. Three things that were happening in the life of Daniel. Daniel chapter six, verses one through five, if you have your Bibles, I'm going to read it. It's going to be up on the big screen behind me. Darius the Mede decided to divide the kingdom into 120 provinces, and he appointed a high officer to rule over each province. The king also chose Daniel and two others as administrators to supervise the high officers and protect the king's interest. Daniel was put in a position of authority and knew he could handle it. Guys, I say it often and I believe it. No matter what you do, no matter what your workplace is, no matter where you, 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 you give your time to, do it with excellence under God. That's a really good place to bring that amen button back. No matter where you're called to, no matter what position you have, really high or really uh, starting out as a job, wherever you are at, do it with excellent and care as if you were working for the Lord. Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high officers. Because of Daniel's great ability, the king made plans to place him over the entire empire. Then the other administrators and high officers began searching for some faults in the way that Daniel was handling government affairs. You know, can I just say this, guys? Jealousy will make you, make you do some really, really, really terrible things. I should just preach a message one day on jealousy. It'll rot you from the inside out. That's an encouraging word today. Welcome to church. I'm so glad you guys are here. <laughs> Everyone's like, what's happening? These people got jealous. Can I just encourage you guys? Ask the Holy Spirit to keep jealousy far from your spirit. When others are doing better than you, celebrate. Amen? Amen. I'll turn these lights on quick. That's a hard thing in this culture, because if you're not making it, then you better tear down the person next to you. This is not in my notes, but I need to say this, because I feel this in my spirit today. If there's someone in, in your circle that's doing better than you, you start to go like this. Oh, man, they're not doing bad. How can they do better? I've been here all day long working super hard. Celebrate them. Uplift them. Encourage them. Amen? Stop tearing each other down. But they couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn. He was faithful always. These, these words right here are crucial. Catch these. It says that Daniel, Daniel was faithful. Everyone say faithful. He was always responsible. Say responsible. And he was completely trustworthy. Say trustworthy. Man, talk about a tombstone reading. He was faithful. He was responsible. 
He was trustworthy. Strong words of character for Daniel. And so they concluded our only chance of finding grounds for accusing Daniel will be in connection with the rules of his religion. Liars began to rise up in this moment. Liars began to rise up and start to speak lies against Daniel. But the first thing that I see with Daniel's stories, this is this is gonna help us, is that if we're gonna be people that influence, then we need to influence with integrity. A word that we don't talk a lot about today. We've kind of pushed it off to the wayside. We operate today however makes us feel really good. If it feels good, do it. I'm not preaching to anybody today. If it's gonna help you, do it. If it causes you to cut corners, it's okay. Everybody's cutting corners. If it causes you to cheat, it's okay. Everybody's cheating. If it causes you to just, to just downplay your character, it's okay. Nobody really has character today. You with me? This is what the world's saying. And the world's saying like this to Daniel, hey, hey, just, just, we're gonna get him. We're gonna cause him to compromise. We're gonna go after his integrity. We're gonna lie about him. Integrity is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. There's a thing happening in this day and age where where religion, right? It's the thing, we're, pull, we're pulling all this next generation where people don't want religion. They don't want that influence. They don't want it. I, I would beg to say that we absolutely need the Father. We need relationship. We don't necessarily, I'm not about religion. I'm about a relationship. In having a relationship with Jesus Christ, we get guided by his Holy Spirit. You with me? So that when you're about to go do that thing that you know you shouldn't be doing and that little voice in your spirit tells you, don't do it. You listen because conviction is in front of you. Oh, these buzzwords, man, nobody, everyone's like, conviction, ah, ah. I, I recruited students for a little while uh, back before uh, I, I was a pastor at a university, and I would meet with students, incoming freshmen, I worked with athletes, and I would talk with them, their parents, about what they wanted to do with their careers, and I would navigate them as they were coming into college, and I would, I would say to them, hey, this is, this is what we have and don't have, and this is what you can do and can't do, and I would always say to them, because early on, this was like 2010, 11-ish, um, which seems like forever ago, um, I, I, would, I, I read an article, and I don't know the magazine, I can't remember it off the top of my head, I'm sorry, um, but I, I read this, this article about um, what employers were, were looking for out of people that graduated college to hire them. And would you know that in that article, it talks all about how um, they weren't necessarily looking at GPA, they weren't necessarily, uh, now someone's like, finally, someone gave me the freedom to just tank my GPA. Thank you, pastors, college students. No, I did not. It still matters. <laughs> oh, uh, they weren't necessarily looking for internships, what you did and didn't do. Maybe the volunteer hours, what you ser where you served and how you didn't serve. Some of those things mattered in different fields, yes, but overall, the whole consensus was the number one thing that people of the world were looking for in their employees was a moral compass. Can you believe that? That they were looking for in a day and age, and I still believe it's the case today, that, that people are, in a sense, looking for people with a moral compass. That, that they're looking for people that won't cut the corners, won't cheat on the test, won't get the answers, won't gossip about their friendships, won't gossip about their neighbors, won't, 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 turn, won't turn an eye when they see evilness and wickedness and hate and violence and, and won't, won't be like, I didn't see that. No, they're looking for, and the world is looking for people that are gonna walk in integrity. Well, how do we do that? 
by living with the Holy Spirit. That's such a crazy thing, Pastor. Is this a Pentecostal church? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh, there are those charismatic nutcases. Holy Spirit. Yeah. I'm so thankful for the Holy Spirit. <laughs> How many of you know? <laughs> you all should be thankful that the Holy Spirit's in me because if it wasn't, this would be a train wreck. <laughs> we need the Spirit of the living God inside of us every moment of every day. We need to be led by him. We need to be convicted by him. We need to be guided by him. He's the one that directs our steps. He's the one that challenges us. He's the one that convicts us. He's the one that helps us in our time of need. He's the one. You gotta press into the presence of God and I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is eager to work in and through you, to fill you with character that is strong. The only thing you're gonna be remembered for, that any of us will be remembered for, is our character. Trust me, look at the history books. We, we know names, but what do we talk about? What they did and what they didn't do. You with me? Because out of your character, you operate. What you have inside of you is how you will operate outside. And if your character is not in line, you will operate with a compromised character. You with me, church? Daniel knew something. Better yet, they knew about Daniel, that Daniel's character was strong. Over 80 years, this brother never bowed down to anything false, never compromised, never gave in, never gave up. It didn't just, just all of a sudden, Daniel just all of a sudden in one day when, he, when this happened that his, his character rose up and was strong. His character was built. Guys, can I be honest? I'm, I, I've seen this in my life many times. I've seen it in my own life. At some point where people come to this place where they're in this really big crisis and it's a heavy moment and it's, dark and it seems evil and I always have the conversation I, I want to talk about where you're at today but I want to talk about where it started you with me I'm just teaching here is this okay because sometimes we look at our problems and our situation and we think all of a sudden we just got there at that moment in time bam we're just all of a sudden we woke up and God's like I want to spike you it's like whoa God <laughs> chill <laughs> you know what happens and is happening is that we're compromising little by little day by day and little by little compromise, and little by little by, 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 by giving up integrity, we're gonna land in a position that God never called us to. God never purposed for us. God, hey, there's trials and tribulations. You with me, church? God promises us that. Thank you, God. <laughs> Anybody thankful for God for that? Everyone, someone's in the back like, praise Jesus. There's trials and tribulations that we go through that, that, that God allows to happen. God uses to build us. And then there's trials and tribulations that we go through because of our own decisions. That'll preach a message, Pastor. Why? Because we gave up our character. We didn't operate in integrity. We didn't walk by the way that the Word calls us to walk. We didn't walk by the way that, that the Word tells us. Proverbs 11.3 says the integrity of the upright will guide them. The perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. Proverbs 12, 22, the Lord detests lying lips. That's one thing that is not easy to hear. The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in those who tell the truth. Can I, can I be honest? Can I have a counseling moment for myself here? You all, is this okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know what he's gonna say. Over the past couple of years, my wife is, is, is an amazing woman. She's also the Holy Spirit in my life sometimes. And she came to me one time and she said, hey, Jay, sometimes you stretch the truth. I said, no, I don't. 
I said, I am a man of God. <laughs> How dare you stand? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Somebody like, oh, I'm out of here. This guy's nuts. <laughs> she said, you stretched the truth. She said, so she said, it's not necessarily saying that you're completely lying. But if, if, for instance, if it's like a number of something, you, you add a number just to make the picture a little bit bigger. And I was like, no, I don't. And then inside of my spirit, God's like, yes, you do. And I'm like, no, I don't. And he's like, and the Holy Spirit's like, I wanna work on that with you, JP. I really wanna help you with that. And a couple years ago, I had to just say, and this is a work in my life that I continue to go before the Father. And I'm like, God, I want, a lip, I want lips that are pure. I want speech that is pure. I want lips that are gonna speak truth. And if I, if I don't know what the truth is, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. Amen? Because I don't want to compromise my integrity anymore. Just for the sake of fitting in. Just for the sake of people liking me. Just for the sake of people not rejecting me. Just for the, for all, I, wanna, I, wanna, I want Holy Spirit touch my lips. Touch my spirit inside of me. Raise me up to be a person that walks in integrity. Daniel never gave up his integrity. For 80 years, he never gave up his integrity. Not one bit of his integrity. Did he ever give it up? He walked faithfully. He was trustworthy. Are you a trustworthy person? Can people lean on you? Not in crises, but at all times. So if we're gonna influence, right? We gotta influence with integrity. And that goes against the stream of culture. That goes against this, this idea of how people are influencing today. It's gonna feel like you're going against the grain. It feels like you're swimming upstream. Guess what? God is with you. And God has called you, and God has destined you, and God has purposed you to do it by the power of his Holy Spirit. Amen? Is this helping y'all? Second thing that I get from this story, Daniel chapter 6, verses 6 through, um, maybe, maybe 10 team up there. I'm just going to read 10, 6 through 10. It says, so it continues, right? So the people are mad at Daniel. They want to go after him. They want to come after him. They can't find anything wrong with him, so they start to go after his faith. So the administrators and high officers went to the king and said, Long live King Darius. We are all in agreement, we administrators, officials, high officers, advisors, and governors, that the king should make a law that will be strictly enforced. Give orders that for the next 30 days, any person who prays to anyone, divine or human, except to you, your majesty, will be thrown into the den of lions. So hey, king, for 30 days, the next 30 days, this is how we're gonna get Daniel, guys. This is how we're gonna catch him. This is how we're gonna get him dead. This is how we're gonna get him out of power. You know who's in charge of all those guys? Daniel. Hey, we're going to get him out. You know how we're going to get him out? We're going to go to the king. We're going to tell the king for 30 days, don't let anybody worship anybody else. Don't let anybody pray to any other God except you. Divine, whatever, human, don't, just, king, come on, do this. This is going to be great. This is a good plan. The world will scheme any way it can. I need to say this. The world will come at you. Evil will come at you where you are the most strongest Oftentimes we talk about our weaknesses, and that's how we think that evil will work against us. Sometimes evil will come after your greatest gifting and your greatest strength. So guard it. Protect it. Watch over it. That'll preach to somebody today. And now, Your Majesty, issue and sign this law so if it cannot be changed, an official law of Medes and Persians that cannot be revoked. So King Darius signed the law. Verse 10, but when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home. Savage, absolute savage. He didn't go, he didn't go scream in the streets. 
He didn't go argue. He just went home. And what did he do? He knelt down as usual in his upstairs room with its windows open towards Jerusalem. He prayed three times a day just as he had always done. Everyone say always done. Character. Character. Giving thanks to his God. If we're gonna influence this city, if we're gonna influence our places, we need to influence with loyalty. That's a really good place to say amen. We need to influence with loyalty. Loyalty is, is a word that we love to use today, but we don't actually operate in it. We, we love to say, I'm loyal to you, friend. I'm here for you, friend. And then the friend calls and you're like, I'm busy. Loyalty is a thing today where we're, we're, we're putting our loyalty to all these different things, all these different places, all these different moves, and not necessarily like, like bad, but if that's where your loyalty is today, we're missing it. Daniel understood in the face of trials, in the face of, uh, of persecution, in the face of all that things, his loyalty was gonna remain to where? The Father. Loyalty is not a word, it's a lifestyle. You want me to say that again? Loyalty is not just a word, I'm a loyal person. No, it's a lifestyle. Are you really loyal to the Father in the face of craziness? Are you really loyal to the Father when things start to rise up in your family, when things rise up in your home, and things rise up in your life? Are you staying loyal and committed? A better word for this is committed. We have commitment issues today. I'm not ready for a dating relationship, Pastor. I have committed, commitment issues. Okay, well then let's work on it. It's the same thing with us with the Father. No? Oh, one day I'm on fire for the Lord. The next day I'm like, Lord, where are you? It's a quiet church today, man. I'm... <laughs> we need to influence with loyalty. Staying committed to the Father. Staying committed to his words. Staying committed to who he is. Staying committed no matter what's in front of us, no matter what we're facing, no matter what's going on, Daniel understood his call for standing in loyalty to King Jesus and nobody else. So this is an opportunity for me, Pastor, now to, to go and stand in front of the people of this world and tell them I'm not loyal to them? Guys, right now, masks and everything that we're facing, can I be honest with you? This is not necessarily persecution. Okay, 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 now I'm, now I'm gonna start. <laughs> This is not a political statement. <laughs> this is nothing except just, I'm, I'm gonna share a story. Can I share a story? <laughs> I was on a call um, early on in quarantine with a couple pastors and some friends and um, they, the pastor that was hosting it um, um, brought up this, 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 this story to us about how um, he had been speaking with uh, people in the church of China. <laughs> you want to know what persecution's like? <laughs> Get out of America. <laughs> and go to another place. It's unreal, okay? That's not the same, everyone's like, oh, what? what? And, and he said something, he shared with us that this church has 500,000 people. Talk about church, Whew. But they're not just 500,000 people numbers. They're 500,000 people that are on fire for the Lord. And they show up, not to big sanctuaries, not to big spaces, they show up in homes, in basements. They show up wherever they can go in hiding. 
They show up wherever they can go. If they can just get a piece of the scripture, they just rip it out of a Bible. And they can, this is being shared to me. We all, most of you may know this story. Most, most, some of you may have experienced this, known this. You have people that are missionaries. Like We all know this, but sometimes we forget what it means to be loyal. And, and they don't, no matter what's happening, no matter what's going on, no matter what they're facing, no matter if their life is on the line, they still show up to the presence of God. They still get with the Father because they're loyal. And this person said, uh, this pastor that's over this church said, hey, hey, pastor, um, we're praying for the Church of America. What the mess? <laughs> Does that sound reversed, anybody? <laughs> we're praying for you. Don't, no, we should be praying for you. They said, no, 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 we're praying for the Church of America that they would rise up with loyalty to the Father. And that pride, and that pride would be stripped out of their spirits and loyalty would take place. Oh man, I started. Oh man, you wanna talk about conviction? I was like, man, Father, forgive me. That we would be loyal to the Father. That whatever way the winds blow, we're not gonna go. We're gonna stand firm. We're gonna stay committed. We're gonna stay loyal to the things of God. In the face of, uh, uh, guys, this is, this, is, this is a crazy season of life. But we still have the opportunity to pray, to worship, to have a Bible in our hands, to get with friends and open it, even if it's over Zoom, in Jesus' name. No matter what the case may be, we still have the opportunity right now. The day will come, and the day, whenever that day comes, where it's gonna get harder, and we're gonna get pressed, and we're gonna get, and right now, a, shifting, a sifting is happening among our church. The sifting is happening among the believers of God. I'm a 33-year-old dude. Is that how old I am, 33? And, and, and I haven't been around the block forever. I don't know everything, but I do sense in my spirit that God is raising up people that he's saying, hey, are you gonna be loyal in the face of evil? Are you gonna be loyal in the face of trials? Are you gonna be loyal in the face of your friends, even when your friends are asking you just to compromise a little bit? Can I tell you how my life ended up in the pits of hell was because I began to just compromise little by little by little by little. I began to give up my integrity. I began to give up my loyalty to the Father, and I began to give my loyalty to the world and to all the world had to offer. And what did it leave me? starving, almost dead, just broken, completely a mess. If we're gonna influence, we gotta influence with our loyalty being to the Father. So, so, so I'm not saying go break laws. <laughs> you with me? Don't be like, this was a reason. Pastor, you gave me the authority to go break the laws of the land. No. <laughs> Daniel was loyal to the king. He didn't break the laws of the land. What he did stand up against was when people started saying to him, you can't worship your king. And I'm not talking singing. Just in general, you cannot worship your king. When that is said, that's when we as a church can go, okay, all right, we're not doing that. But right now, we give honor. Amen, amen. We give honor to those that are in positions of authority. We pray for those that are in authority. We pray for those that are making decisions and rules. We ask for the Holy Spirit. You guys know the Holy Spirit wants to move and wants to work and wants to move on our behalf. Pastor Jordan, come on up in the worship team. Do you guys understand this? Our loyalty right now is not to, to, to some man, but it's to God. Is this helping y'all? If we're gonna influence, man, we gotta be influencing with loyalty. Don't let anybody steal your loyalty to God. Stand strong, be loyal. Scripture talks a ton about it. Dig your roots deep within the ground. Remain loyal at all times, no matter what. David remained loyal in his prayer time, three times a day. Why did David, how, how was David able, to, uh, Daniel, David, Daniel able to do it? Because he had character, he always did it. And the third thing is this. 
If we're gonna influence this world, I get from this passage of scripture, Daniel chapter six, verse 17 through 23. A stone was brought now and placed over the mouth of the den. Now Daniel is called out, he's captured, he's brought to the king. The king says, Dan, did you do this? And Daniel's like, yeah, I did. Didn't step, boy, didn't shrink back. Yeah, I am praying to my father, my king, God, Yahweh, I'm praying to him. I'll help you, king, I'll serve you, king, but I'm not gonna give up my loyalty. And the king was just broken over it. He liked Daniel. Read the, go home and read your Bibles. They're good. And he was broken. He says, okay, Daniel, you have to go into the lines then. This was the rule. This was the thing I signed. I can't go back on my word. The king sealed the stone with his royal seal and sealed in the seals of his nobles so that no one could rescue Daniel. Then the king returned to his palace and spent the night fasting, refused his usual entertainment, and couldn't sleep at all that night. Very early the next morning, the king got up and hurried out to the lion's den. When he got there, he called out in anguish, Daniel, servant of the living God, was your God whom you served so faithfully able to rescue you from the lions? <laughs> Imagine this moment, and then all of a sudden, a voice answers. Long live the king. My God sent his angels to shut the mouths of lions so they would not hurt me, for I have been found innocent in his sight. Guys, this is what I'm saying. Stop fighting your own battles. Stop fighting senseless battles. If you are struggling, if you're going through something, if you're being attacked for living in righteousness, let God fight it. It's his word, it's his promise to each and every one of his kids. And I have not wronged you, your majesty. The king was overjoyed and ordered that Daniel be lifted from the den. Not a scratch was found on him, for he had trusted in his God. If we are gonna influence, then the third thing is this, we need to influence in the face of lions. You ever seen a lion face to face through the glass of a zoo? Anybody been to the zoo? I mean, like, you're like, are you talking to a safari? Like, what's happening? My wife, my wife, my, my wife spent some time in Africa, um, and she used to tell me that they would go out and she would see these lions in the field. Massive things, right? Like at the zoo, they're, they're big. They're big. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, I ain't never standing face to face with a lion. Like, I just like, I'm good, God. <laughs> Can I be honest, though? We're gonna face some lions in our life. We're gonna face some giants in our lives. Some of you have been walking with God for a long time and have faced some lions and some giants, and we're so grateful that you've stayed, stayed true to the faith. Some of us younger people, we haven't faced lions and giants as big as we are going to face one day. But there's gonna come a time, there's gonna come a moment where we're gonna face some lions, we're gonna face some giants, and we're gonna have to stand there and not be influenced by the fear. Not be influenced by the, by, the, by, the, by the fact that we might lose our lives. Not be influenced by the fact that the, everybody else is going the other way, but we are gonna stand in the face of lions and we're gonna be influenced by the kingdom of God. This is a resolve in our hearts today that we have to say, even in the midst of all that that might bring, all that that wickedness might bring, all that this culture might say about me, all the canceling that they may do of me, I am not going to bow down to any lions or giants. I will only bow down to the lion. And his name is Jesus. If we're gonna influence, we gotta influence with character and integrity and loyalty. Not being influenced by, by fear and by what people may say and by, 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 by this idea that we might lose our lives. Guys, we are not promised our tomorrow. Welcome to church again. I'm so glad you're here. This is an encouraging word. Just breathe, even with your mask, just breathe. It's a gift. It's a gift. Every breath is a gift. Every moment we're on this earth, we have a purpose. 
and that is to go out into the city, into the city that has been labeled so many things, and to stand in the face of lions and say, we have a message, we have a promise, we have a hope, and his name is Jesus. And I'm not just sharing it, but living it. You with me? Not just sharing it, but living it. We need to come to the resolve today that in our hearts, we need to come to this steadfast resolve that we are going to serve our God even if the lion's den is awaiting us. That we are going to stand strong, we're gonna stand firm no matter what may come against us. No matter if there's lions roaring, no matter if, if noise is screaming, no matter what is happening, we are gonna stand in the face of it and we're gonna show how good our God is. Daniel did it and the lion's mouth was shut. The king had a terrible night of sleep. Daniel, that, bro that brother rested. And it said an angel shut the mouth of a lion. Come on, how many of you believe that our God can send angels down from heaven and protect us and surround us? That the Holy Spirit can be our God? That in front of us, behind us, next to us, all around us, the protection of the Holy Spirit and of his angels' armies will be around us. Hey, you come against me with sword and spear, David said, I come against you in the name of the God of angels' armies. Nothing can touch me. Nothing. We gotta live a life that's influenced by the Spirit of God so that we can influence others. I'll close with this. There was a quote that I got this week. My grandfather, my mom's dad, I, I, didn't, I, I, I was born, but I didn't get to remember meeting him. He was a pastor from Pittsburgh. He was a preacher. Hey, man, this brother, he had suit tie on every day. I mean, even when he cut the grass, I hear. That, he was ready. He stayed ready. He was a man of God. I guess that's maybe where I kind of get this from and my father. But I got his Bible. My cousins are out visiting with their, their, their family and they have some of the pictures and some of his writings out there. And my cousin sent me a, a picture of a, a quote. It's actually our cousin Alex too. He sent, um, he sent me a picture of our grandfather and it said this. It just said this to me and it ministered to me because in regards to like what we're talking about today that we, we can't fall to the liars. When laws are rising up, we stand, we stand with integrity. And when the lions are there, we don't, we don't back down. We're built up in his presence, and it says this. He just wrote this in his, his Bible. <laughs> this is some OG type of stuff. This is like the 70s. He said, I stay ready. <laughs> this is him. This is him. <laughs> this is not 2020 lingo. I stay woke. Like this is, he said this. Like, he said, I stay ready so I don't have to get ready. I said, Gramps, Whew, man, pat, pat. about fell out in the spirit. <laughs> he said, I stay ready so I don't have to get ready. Lions are going to come. We're going to face some lions. We're going to face some giants. And if you think you're going to get ready when that happens, we got to get ready now. <laughs>